want you to pass the collection plate around. I want you to pass the collection plate around. And I want all you members to put all of your weed in the collection plate. And pass it on up here to the pastor. And I'm going to use it for a very worthy cause. I'm going to distribute it among all the hypes. And we're going to all stay high. So yeah, dude, I got I've been dude, I've been adding a lot of new topics to this thing. And um I figured I'd bring you on here to yeah, just talk about a few of these. I want to see if you have any thoughts on this. So you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. All right. Um let me see here. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear Molly? Like the drug. Like what's the first thing that comes to mind? Happy. Explain explain that a little bit. So the first thing that comes to mind when I hear Molly the drug, um, first thing that comes to mind is happiness. Because typically, you know, when I've been around someone with Molly, who's on Molly, they're happy, they're upbeat beating to their own drum, just having fun. Do you think it's, um, do you think it's something that, do you think it should be legal? Like, I've heard rumors that some people think Molly should be legal. What are your thoughts on that? Um, Or drugs in general being legal. Have you ever heard of that? Like, have you ever heard of, like, people saying, like, Molly and, like, even, like, crack and, like, like, because here's here's what people have said. They've said that the government, number one, number one, has put rules in place on drugs that should be freedom, should kind of be like a freedom of speech. Like, who are you to tell me that in the privacy of my own home, I can't do a drug? Now, I think crack kind of gets a little dangerous because I think... I think you can react negatively and harm others potentially on crack. And I think the, the fucking, the side effect of wanting to get it fucks people up. But like, what about like, again, like weed or Molly or uh, like, 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 like imagine if it's like alcohol, like, do you think it should be legal? Um, I've heard that the reason why alcohol, like in the United States, they don't let you drink until 21 is something to do with your brain being uh, not being developed fully. But I've also read that your brain isn't fully developed until you're 25 anyway. So, But it's legal, though. So at some point, it's legal. But at some point right now, at some point, marijuana is not federally legal. Molly's not legal. Like, mm-hmm. do you think, like, co- like, like, these drugs, like cocaine, Molly, weed, like, do you think they should be legal at some point, like marijuana? I mean, like, um, like alcohol is? Um... I don't know because I know even if they were legal, I don't. I would never do crack. I might dabble in Molly to see how it makes me feel. Still a little afraid to do that. Um, weed, you know, that's cool. But take take your personal personal perspective out of it. Do you think it should be legal though? Like, do you understand? 
do you agree with why they have a a law in place to stop it? Uh, so people aren't a danger to themselves and others. But aren't there like so much data that proves that you're not a danger to yourself when, from from off of weed, and you're not a danger to yourself off Molly, and you're not a danger to yourself? Um, I, th- I, I think there's a stretch with coke. I think I think you could be a danger to yourself off coke, though. I know a lot of people that are not are not a danger to themselves. Yeah. Um. I don't know any of the research behind uh, Molly or weed, for that matter. I just weed. 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 I am fine with. Like, I'm not afraid to take weed or smoke weed or, well, edibles. Yeah, that's crazy. Edibles are crazy for me because my body doesn't react well to them. But get into get into the mindset of like a politician, though. Like, that's what that's what really what I'm trying to ask you. Like, I think. The both of us have a perspective, but I'm trying to understand up until this point why they've made it like a uh, why they've made it a, a overall macro rule that can't be broken. Like, why do you think they've done that? In terms of weed, I believe that um, because they can't control weed, you can grow it in your backyard and they they can't control it. Well, they have control. That's my point, dude. They they it's not legal. I know. I'm saying if it was legal, they can't control it. They can control ah, it. I see. cigarettes. They can control alcohol to an extent. You know, you you go to buy cigarettes, you get you get a hefty tax as well as alcohol. But um, you can't. You know, you can't make a cigarette in the in your backyard. But hold on. But so, do you know? Like for example, you know, fun fact, really quickly. Did you know when I was in jail that I bought a weed stock like three days before it got legalized in, in Colorado. That was Colorado was the first state that got fully legalized in. Mm-hmm. And I bought a stock inside, inside, uh, inside of a dispensary out in Colorado and made like 2000 bucks. Isn't that a crazy, that's just crazy. Well, I, I was in fucking jail. Yeah. But, but, um, but no, think about that, bro. Like, don't you think, because I heard rumors that, as soon as they made it legal in, in Colorado, like the amount of money they made off the taxes was fucking crazy. Yeah. So I'm just I'm I'm, I'm always I'm saying that's probably why they didn't used to have it legal at all. Why don't you why don't you think America will federally legalize it though? If they're from a tax perspective, I'm just so curious around why you can't federally legalize it. I don't know, honestly. It might just be because of the stigma behind it. Because while, you know, people are, you know, more open to it, it still is a stigma. So that leads me to another question then. Do you think America, um, do you think America and the forefathers or the six fathers, whatever that fucking saying is, do you think white people in America that sit at the top of the fucking government food chain, (laughs) do you think they make decisions for other Americans based off of their opinion of how America should be. Yeah. It is, is that, impossible to it is impossible for them not to be biased from their own beliefs while doing that job. Do you think that's right? I don't think it's right. I think that's the way it is though. For anyone who would would were to be in office. Now if restructure the government differently Maybe things could change. 
Isn't there isn't there a government like that where it's not like really a government, it's ran by the people? Isn't there a country like that? I forgot what it's called. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I do know what you're talking about, but I forgot what it's called, what that type of government is called or where it is in the country, like what country it ha- has it. Because um, I'm going to say fiance. Anyone's here actually, you know, because you know, because you know, my fiance is like that. You know, she she always says, um, everything's about she was high as shit one day off of weed and she just randomly like looked up into the sky with her eyes like rolling around the fucking inside of her head. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she was like, everything's about an opinion, everything, everything is based off of an opinion of someone else, everything's about opinion and everything's about ego. Yeah, I agree. What does that mean, though? Why is that? Why is everything based off of an opinion and ego? Yeah. Why? Why, why is it? And I, and I guess this is where you get to, like, riots and you get to, like, people that have bucked against policies and laws. But, like, why is it where the way that, again, an old white man in government office gets to dictate what the rule is and what the law is? Uh, I don't know why that is. But you know that's not right. Do I I know that's not right? No, I'm saying, but you know that's not right. Like, you know that's not the right thing to do. Well, in terms of the right thing to do when we're talking about government, I would have to do a ton of research on other governments and how well they do versus ours to determine what's best, not what's right or wrong. Could be your personal opinion, no? My personal opinion? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's really what I'm at. Like, it could be just your personal opinion. Like, because right or wrong is subjective, right? Yeah. There is no objective right or wrong, right? Right. Which is why I don't I don't discuss right and wrong. I just discuss what is fact. <laughs> and and there are times where I make a, I make statements like it's fact though. <laughs> yeah. Um, people don't know. Well, actually, are you comfortable? We don't have to get into that yet. I was going to say, well, actually, without directly talking about it, how do you feel about the news you just heard? Um, we don't have to say exactly what it is. You don't, you know, if you're not ready to. Yeah, I, I feel relieved, man. It it makes me. It opened my eyes and it answered a lot of questions that I've had for a very long time. You think um, you think the educational system should change or be more cognizant of these? Like, do you think let me ask you, this, this is a really interesting question because you, you probably have thought about this when you found this out. Who do you blame for you not knowing more? Your parents or the school system? School system. You believe it's fucked up that they don't have a structure or a test or a process to uncover this. Yeah, because it's 2022. How do you how do how does the school system not have a process to to the cup well without saying it to cover yeah, yeah, you know, to say. the certain uh circumstance that many kids have? I think 
going back to the government type shit. Think about, dude, I've been on this kick lately, bro. Like, I started this with me, my fiance's father during Christmas, actually. We were just, like, drunk as shit, just thinking about how, why things are what they are. Yeah. And we were going all the way back to, like, again, government, law, policy, all these things. Mm-hmm. Think about the traditional educational school system. Again, it's built off of an old white man's point of view of how it should have been in, like, the 1800s or the 1700s, right? Yeah, it's built based off of typical children. Typical, normal, normal is, you know, whatever. The norm. Right. You know, it's built off of that. And have you ever realized that the issue that you and I deal with, both of our girls were not, both of our girls were were taught how to deal with severe issues in the mental region. They weren't taught how to, what we have is more subtle. Yeah. They weren't taught how to deal with that. No, they weren't. And I guarantee you, like, you and I are not anomaly. No, we're not. There's many kids that deal with that. Bro, I've read, I've been reading so many forums about people saying, I went till I was 50 until I was diagnosed. Or I went till I was 35 until I was diagnosed. And it answered so many questions. Does it fuck your head up? Does it fuck your head up a little bit? Yeah, because it's like, I think to an extent, you know, my childhood was sort of mismanaged. That's because you know, with the with the diagnosis, you don't just have to be heightened in one way. You could be a certain way and still have it. When people hear about that, they think somebody is jumping off the walls. And that's not necessarily the case all the time. They should give us like a fucking tax credit for this shit. <laughs> I should fucking see the Baltimore City School public school system. Shit. You should you should sue the government. <laughs> because because it's not a it's not a it's not a child, you know, when when you when you say I'm an educator, you know what you're really saying to a parent? You're saying to a parent, I spent time understanding not only the brain, but a child's brain, as well as the way the brain learns. Also, AKA, I'm equipped to to, to teach and raise your child eight hours a day for the next 18 years. Or not 18, what do you, 15, 16, 17, right? Yeah. And like you said, they were they they were clearly not equipped, not equipped at all. And if you think about it, I, the reason why I do blame it on school is because when you when you're that at that age, you're at school more than you're at home. If you really break the numbers down, if uh, this is connected to this, this is another topic. If you were to raise yourself all over again. And I know that's a weird, hear what I'm saying. If you were to raise yourself, if you were to wave a magic wand and you could be raised differently based off of what you know now, how would you do it? And I'll give you a couple categories. Okay. It could be health. It can be financial literacy. And it can be how you deal with your emotions and your communication style. Okay. Um, in terms of health, 
I would definitely make sure that I stayed away from too much sugar. Actually, I would want to actually take sugar completely out of my diet. You know, like a couple times a year, have something good. I would do that. Um, Just exercise. Exercise is so important. Get off your ass and do something and be healthy. Get off your ass. Exactly. Get off of your ass. My father, he sits <laughs> on that damn couch every time he gets home. Get your ass in the gym and be healthy. That's why you're so tired. Not because you're old. Yep. yep. You're not taking care of yourself. Will Smith is Will Smith is getting it right now. Exactly. Also, well, keep going, keep going. But what um, would the, What would be the financial literacy element. If you were to raise yourself all over again, like if you, this is actually like this, this topic right here is like, this another topic that we're not going to get into right now, but like part of the podcast, I like, sometimes I'll noodle on like movie concepts. Yeah. Like there's this movie concept I have where like children are born with the natural ability to raise themselves. Okay. Um, so that's where the question came. Like if you were to raise yourself, all over again. Like if you would have started all over again and you had the ability to raise yourself, but you were able to, you were able to pull from lessons of today and go back. What would mm-hmm. be the adjustment from a financial perspective? From a financial perspective, stay away from credit cards. Only use credit with things that you, with money that you have in the bank. So what I mean by that is, let's say I want to, I want a PS5. It's running about fifteen hundred dollars right now. God, I don't have man, what the fuck. Yeah, because it's so in high in demand, but there they aren't any available. Yeah, sold out. Um, yep. so you get one for fifteen hundred on StockX. So say I want that. If I don't have fifteen hundred of disposable income in my bank account, don't use your credit card for that. Because what you would have, what you've now learned is, and this is a really key tip. For- listening that is so simple and then most of people are going to be like thanks dude thanks for telling me something i know but motherfuckers either know or don't apply it so what you're saying is what you would do now is if you actually have the 1500 in your account that you have the ability to spend which really means you got like three thousand or forty five hundred really right right yeah that you're willing to spend straight up but you're not going to buy it in cash. You're going to use your credit because you need to have credit utilization. Mm-hmm. But the second you do it, 15 days later, you're going to take that whole 1500 and pay, pay it, it off. off. Yep. Pay it off. That's what you would teach yourself again. Yep. What would you teach yourself about emotions and energy? Um, I would teach myself... To conserve my energy. Um, pretty much. How do I put this? I don't have a huge capacity of energy. When it comes to. Uh, emotional things. I have a limit. And every so often I hit that limit. And then I shut down. Yep. And I'm, I'm fed up with people's shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I would teach myself to draw boundaries for for everyone in my life. This is this is your boundary. Do not cross that. And if you cross it, you, you got 
three chances, three scri- three strikes, you're out. Or you're fucked. Yep. That's what I would do. Setting you- boundaries. Right off the bat, before you even get to know a person, these are my boundaries. Do not cross them. Would you ever? Would you? Would you teach yourself how to refill your tank? So I'm always curious about that, right? Like, because I I respect the fact that you're aware that your tank can hit E at certain points. But would you ever teach yourself how to say, you know what? Let me refill this motherfucker. Like, like let me learn how to. Let me learn how to, and if you guys hear it in the background, my dog is snoring. Um, <laughs> let, let me, let me, let me, let me learn how to preserve my energy so I can take two steps back to take six steps forward. Um, six steps forward in terms of what? Just helping more people. Any way you want to use your energy, right? Because you said you only had a certain level of capacity emotionally. Yeah. You and, know? and by that, I mean, like, in terms of dealing with bullcrap, not dealing with, like, everyday shit. You yeah. Know? Dealing with bullshit that is unnecessary. And so I would keep my cap where it is. Because I don't like dealing with bullshit. Let me ask you this question. This is listen to this question very closely. Okay. Can ego in oneself can ego in oneself actually be a talent and or can it be disguised as empathy? Can ego in oneself be a talent because it's disguised as empathy? Disguised as empathy, like, what you mean? Like, give me an example. I don't actually fucking know. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. what I'm thinking is, like, a person who, because empathy means you get the, you feel other people's uh, emotions. Well, well, I accept an example. I'll tell you where I got it from. I was listening to my boy Gary V, right? Mm-hmm. And he said he thinks people that have so he used he used Kanye West as an example. He said he thinks Kanye West's ego is actually um is actually empathy in disguise for the end consumer. Cause he's like, if he's not egotistical about his talents, about his energy, about who he who he is and and what he brings to the world, then Yeezy would have never been created. Then Although they're like dun, 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 dun. that's all all that shit would never be here. And he right. said that gave so much for so many people. Like people getting Yeezys for Christmas or Yeezys off StockX or saving up that three, four hundred dollars to get the rare pair, or people that enjoyed those songs and fucked to that song, smoked to that song, laughed to that song, cried to that song. It was all driven from a place of ego. So his ego is actually a blessing to the world. Yeah. Isn't that a different way to look at it? Yeah, it is a different way to look at it. Um, I think I think ego can get you in trouble, but I also think a good amount of ego is very good. I think that Kanye's uh non-wavering self-belief in himself and his ability to drive value to the world is amazing. 
And some some may call it delusional. But back when he wasn't popping as much as he was, back before all this shit came about, yep. he always had this belief in himself before all this shit came. And it's only until you reach success and you still had that same energy. Like, like I'll give you an example. Conor McGregor's in the same boat. And I know you don't know as much about him in UFC and shit, but Conor McGregor had crazy ego. Pretty much the same ego he has now. And he said it the same way. He acted the same way. But he was on the rise and he was on the come up. It wasn't right. until he was a two-weight division champ at the same time. It wasn't until... He amassed $100 million in one night fighting Floyd Mayweather. It wasn't until he got another $30, $40 million from knocking this dude named um, Cowboy Cerrone out in fucking seven minutes. It wasn't until he reached all those heights where people were saying, ah, oh, he's just a piece of shit and an asshole. He didn't change anything. Right. People don't like to see or hear ego from those that have already won. They don't. And... And honestly, I think people think ego is a bad thing. They think people are being arrogant in their brain. No, they're not. They have an overwhelming self-belief in themselves, and there's nothing wrong with that. They're not talking down on nobody. They're talking themselves up. And why do people have a problem with that? You know why? Because you feel like shit about yourself. That's why. Last question. If you could, If you could take... The, the 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 next three emotions I'm gonna tell you. Put that motherfucker in a in a in a in a in a syringe and shoot it into people. Very similar, like that crazy motherfucker did at Travis Scott's concert. Oh my god. Right? Just walk around and just start stabbing people in their fucking throat with this with this syringe of these emotions. Would you would you give people a 90-day boost through a shot of Ego, empathy, or patience, and and let me see strategic patience. Let me define what strategic patience means. I think people need to have more strategic patience. I think patience can be disguised as laziness. You can say I'm patient, and then you can keep saying I'm patient for seven years in a bad mm. relationship, in poor financial decisions, in your health. Or you can say I'm strategically patient, meaning you have a really good sense of when you need to be patient and when you need to say, fuck that patience. I'm putting my foot all the way to the, all the, way to the pedal and I'm going 180 miles an hour. Okay. So <laughs> which one would you choose? Let's break that uh, patience... Uh... The patience, um, the lazy patient is down a little bit more. I just lost my train of thought because I got a, a fucking notification. <laughs> Let's break the, that down the, a little the, bit more. No, you good. The, the, um, the lazy patience means like you're just like you're saying you're being patient, but you're actually just like lazy. Like you're just okay. like you're, right. you're you say you're thinking, but so that's why I say strategic patience is like yeah, like no. strategic patience is like. You're patient, but you're actually putting action towards what you need to do. Yeah, like you're strategic, still being, yeah. being action oriented. You're not just thinking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got you. We're on the same page with that. All right. Which one would you run around like a freaking maniac at a Travis concert? Which one would you take a syringe 
put all that motherfucker in the syringe and just start stabbing people in their freaking necks. Well, so they can have so they can have more of it. Um like if I didn't know the people and I just think the world just needs more of this. Yep, just just you being a, a fucking Captain Savaho. Empathy. So you would you would stab the world with empathy over patience and what was the other one I said? Um did our things do you do you remember what the fucking the, ego first the first ego, one was ego. Ego. Yeah. ego. Empathy. And, and what I, I'll tell you why. Um yeah. I think that we're in a world where a lot of people have no idea how to empathize for another person's situation. And empathy can be utilized in a ton of situations, even in the street. Somebody looking at you a certain way, you know, they might have be having a bad day, so don't say shit. Yeah. You know? You think certain people don't have empathy because of what you said, which is more people than you think actually have limited emotional bandwidth and maybe they don't have any more energy to be empathetic. And and, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I'll, I'll tell you this from this angle. I think my mom and I struggle with having too much emotional bandwidth and having too much of an ability to have empathy. And then it actually backfires on you and you actually have, you actually burn yourself out like, like we have the ability to give too much empathy and too much emotional bandwidth to others for six months straight. And then at the end of that six months, people are wondering why we're crying and burnt the fuck out and laying in the bed for two days. Yeah. But you see, I would rather train you how to cons- conserve your empathy and reserve it for things that are most important rather than try and teach a person how to have empathy at all. True. True. You know, that's a very true statement. Um, right now, for you, which which what what's more important? That's the last question. Right now, for you, what's more important? Legacy, um, a perfect lifestyle that's that's curated from your own point of view, not from anyone else's point of view, or or readjusting your value set. Because I think you're, I think what you value should adjust based off of where you are in your life. What's most important to you right now? Um, right now, what is most important to me? Having the most ideal lifestyle you want. Doing um, the right, yeah, you know, leaving the right legacy or readjusting your value set. Readjusting my value set. Let's see. Um, do I even think I need to readjust it? <laughs> I would say legacy. Making the right decisions to set up a legacy. Yeah, making making good good sound decisions and building so that I, whenever I have kids, if I ever have kids. I got, I got something to leave, even if it's just a blueprint. 
what should be the name of this podcast? This episode. I'll let you title it. You could title it. Damn. You know I'm not creative. <laughs> I suck at this too. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to it and just pick the first thing that comes to mind. Fuck. Um, I might t- I might title it the blueprint. Yeah. You could do that. We talked about a lot of foundational shit. You could what is worse? A lot of ego or a lot of empathy? I'm gonna juggle between the two. I'm gonna juggle between that one or or the blueprint. Okay. All right, that's it. Fuck you and fuck everybody listening. <laughs> fuck you. All right. Wishing I could wrap my whole life up in 24 carats of gold. Lately, I've been dreaming about diamonds hey. and pearls. Yeah, diamonds and pearls and enough money I can rule the world. Go, the world, world. Yeah, if I rule the world. Is this a dream? Well, that's how I feel. Sometimes I gotta pinch a fat ass to see if it's real. I specifically remember no heat in the winter. Now I supply heat for the winter. Then I skate to the beach for the winter. When it come to chips, boy, nigga, get a grip. No cleats, I'm a winner. Show love to the hoes and the freaks. I remember hit the club and raise hell all week for the sinners. Me, the young dentist, the minister. Society. Check my sobriety, fuck hoes and varieties Shame that these things is the reason you admire me But I'm getting dope, man, these flows gon' retire me Splurging all crazy, switching lanes in the rain, swerving all crazy Swerve. Style on the dial, I've been serving y'all lately Cheddar on Federer, ball till I fall, etc, etc Wishing I could ride my whole life up in 24 carats of gold Lately I've been dreaming about diamonds and pearls Yep, diamonds and pearls And enough money I can rule the world I rule the world, yeah, if I rule the world, it got me thinking, man, if I rule the world.